0: In Hilchas Tfilam, Kayin, and Parakei, the Rambam discusses eight things that a person must be careful to when they're davening. The Rambam begins by listing the eight things that a person must be careful for during davening Shema and they are standing, facing the base of Mikdash, the preparation of a person's body, having the proper clothing, being in the proper place, the proper tone of voice, and bowing and prostration, which is another kind of bowing, which we'll explain soon. The Rambam continues by explaining the first thing, which is standing. And the Rambam says that when we davening Shpanasri, we must be standing. If a person was sitting in a boat or in a wagon, if they're able to stand, they should. And if not, they should sit in their place and daven. Someone who is sick could even lay on their side and daven as long as they could have in mind what they're davening. The Rambam continues and says that the second thing is that we have to face the Beis HaMikdash, and this means that if someone was in the Chutz Laaretz, they must be facing Eret Yisrael when they da'av Neshmer Nasseri. If they were in Eret they have to face Yerushalayim. If they were in Yerushalayim, they face the Beis HaMikdash. And if they were in the Beis HaMikdash, they have to face the Kayish HaKadashim. Someone who is blind just has in mind that they are facing the Shekhinah. Same goes for anybody else who's not able to turn towards the base of Mikesh. The Ramam continues and explains the preparation of a person's body when they must be standing, and when they're standing, they have to have their feet together, and they should be looking downwards as if they're looking at the ground, but their heart and their intention should be towards up high, towards Shemayim. They place their hands on their heart, their right hand on top of their left hand, as if they are a servant standing in front of their master. The Ram continues and discusses the proper clothing, and this means that a person should make sure to, to adjust his clothing and make himself neat and presentable before davening. And if it's a place where people wear shoes when they're standing in front of someone important, they should be wearing shoes. A person should not hold anything while they're davening, except for a lul of an esteric during the time of sukkahs. The Chachamah would also make sure that they were always wearing a tallis when they were davening. The Rambam continues and explains what's a proper place that a person should be. They have to stand in a place that's low and turn towards the wall. And you should open up the windows or the doorways towards your shalim in order to daven towards them. The Rambam continues and says that a person should not stand in a high place of three tefachim or higher in davening unless there was walls around it or if it was four by four amnes, which it's own. It's kind of like a second floor. The Rambam continues and says that craftsmen who are who are working on top of a tree or on top of a board or a wall, when the time of shminaser came, they have to go down to daven and return their work. If they are at the top of an olive or a fig tree, then they are allowed to daven where they are because it takes a lot of effort to go down. The Ram continues and discusses the proper control of one's voice. A person should not raise his voice during davening Shmenasri, and also he shouldn't daven the other extreme silently. Rather, he should pronounce the words with his lips, whispering in a tone that he can hear. A person should not make his voice audible during Shmenasri unless he is sick or is not able to concentrate otherwise. But he should be careful not to do it around a minion or in public, not to disturb other people. The Ram continues and explains the idea of bowing, and that is that there's five times we bow in every Shem We do it in the first bracha, the beginning and the end, and by at the beginning and the end. And when the person finishes davening, he bows and he goes back the three steps. A king however, bows by every bracha, and a king, once he bows in the beginning of Shem he remains bowed until the end. The Ram continues and explains that no person does isa Shalom, he goes to the left and then to the right, because that's to the right of Hashem, so to speak, the right of the Shekhinah. The Ramam continues and explains that when a person does a bow, he has to bow all the vertebrae in his spine to make it look almost like a bow. If one didn't bow down that way all the way, but it looks like he's putting in effort, that's okay. The Ramam continues and explains what prostration is. So prostration is that after he finishes Shishmanesrei, a person would sit on the ground and fall with his face towards the earth. And then he says a Tachna. Now by Hishtachavaya, which is his prostration, a person would stretch out their hands and feet until they're flat with the face to the ground. The Rambam continues and says that when people are saying Tachnon, some bow and some prostrate. And the Rambam says that an important person is not permitted to fall on his face unless he is certain that he is as righteous as Yeshua Minun. The Rambam concludes the parak by saying that the Minig by all Jews are that we do not say Tachnon on Shabbos, in Yontif, not on Rosh Hashanah, not Rosh Chedish, Chanukah, or Purim, and not in Mincha from Erev Shabbos or every Yontif or Ma'ev of every day. On Yom Kippur, Tachnon is said at every tefillah because the day of fasting.